Unbreakable Dad Podcast, episode 29. My London Marathon Life Lessons. Let's go! What's happening team? Welcome to episode 29 of the Unbreakable Dad podcast. As always, I hope we're having a fantastic week so far. And in today's episode, I'm going to be sharing my London Marathon life lessons. Oh yes team, I'm excited about this one. If you didn't know already, just over a week ago, I did complete the London Marathon. What an incredible experience it was. This is something that I've watched for as long as I can remember as a child growing up. And I honestly never thought it'd be something that I'd be able to take part in. But like I said, just over a week ago, I managed to uh, complete it. And um, an experience I'd honestly never, ever forget. And whenever I go in and do challenges like this, um, not only is it great to be able to reflect on what an incredible experience it was but um, there's always so many lessons to take away from it not just from a running aspect on what went well what didn't go so well and what we can improve going forward but from a life aspect and that's why I like to be able to use my social media, use these podcasts to be able to um, communicate this because these can be uh, relevant in so many different areas of life. And I believe going through these sorts of experiences and elements of challenge is where basically personal growth lies. Like this is where you build the resilience and you truly find out uh, what you're made of and, and what you're all about. And let me tell you, although it was an incredible experience and the atmosphere the whole way round was unbelievable. Like I cannot explain the feeling of people screaming your name and you don't even know who they are. I had my name on my vest. It was just, yeah, it was just an unbelievable feeling. Um, but I had to really go to some dark places to, to be able to get through. I mean, completing a marathon, this is my second marathon that I have done. It is not an easy task whatsoever. It doesn't get any easier second time around, put it that way. Um, and yeah, it was a really, really challenging uh, time. I had a lot of uh, dark moments that I had to really dig into to be able to get through to the finish line. And uh, yeah, this is what I'm going to go through today. The lessons that I learned from the experiences that I went through. And I've said this um, before, the man that started the uh, marathon and then the man that finished the marathon are two different people. Like you evolve as a man, as a person when you go through these experiences and this level of challenge. And that's why, again, it's so important to reflect. So today's episode is actually taken from the Monday Kickstart episode that I deliver to all of the Unbreakable Dads every single week on a Monday, hence why it's called the Monday Kickstart. Um, and I basically did the same thing. I basically just shared my six lessons I've taken from my experience of the London Marathon. And I thought, rather than me sat here um, doing it twice, let me just take the recording from this section of the uh, podcast and put it in for you guys here. And um, like I said, I would absolutely love to know off the back of this, which of these resonates with you the most. I think it's easy when you go through something like this and be like, yep, yeah, this is great. These are all good. And then you come to me and go, yeah, they're all good. But I want you to think about 
where you're at right now, which one of these resonates to you right now? Like they might all be useful in some way, but which one resonates to you right now? And how are you then going to embody that? And these are just simple simple things that you can just uh, look at from a mindset point of view and really like shift your thinking from it. So I hope that you enjoy these. I hope that you find these useful. Please, please do drop me a message off the back of this just with the number of the lesson that resonates with you the most. So I know that you've listened to it and uh, yeah, go in, enjoy it. Let's dive in to lesson number one. And I'm sure I've said this a, a few times before, but this was so, so apparent um, off the back of the London Marathon for me. And that is goals are there to stretch you, not define you. And for me, I made no secret on the lead up to the London Marathon that my goal was to do it in sub four hours. I That was my goal. That's what I set out to achieve. And I think sometimes when we have targets and goals like that, um, it can really kind of drive us and it can be like um you know we can get very obsessed over it and a lot of the time that when that happens we let the goal that we're trying to achieve whether that is running whether that is another areas of your life you almost see that as actually like defining your success and for me although sub four was four hours was my goal and i uh, know that i was capable of doing it everything um with regards to the training probably apart from the last couple of weeks where i got ill and i had a few injuries to deal with um but yeah everything's shown that i'm i'm able to do that and it was just going to come down to what happened on the day and yeah for, for, for me although i know that it's not something that i'm looking at that for me to to do that that's what i see as success because like i said goals like that are there to stretch you your vision and what you're doing and what you're capable of doing and for me the success was ultimately being able to complete the distance and just being able to experience yet another uh, incredible um yeah incredible challenge and be able to take part in an event which i never ever thought i'd be able to um take part in i'd be lying if i said i wasn't a little bit disappointed that i didn't achieve it i think naturally that's just how i'm almost wired and how i work um i was a little bit disappointed off the back of it a good proportion of me was like absolutely buzzing that i just completed a london marathon and um yeah i know so many people try and get into the london marathon every single year i know a lot of you have sent me uh, screenshots of you entering the ballot for next year because you saw what i did and it's inspired you i had like so many of them and i know a good few of you in this group have done it as well um yeah it was incredible so i appreciate the opportunity of being able to do such a big event but that small element of me which was like i could have done that a little bit better there could have been something else and don't get me wrong if you've watched my kind of uh, london marathon debrief i did as a live um the day after uh, there's a lot of things that i didn't account for or that I didn't plan for with regards to the rain uh, with regards to my body temperature shooting right up uh with regards to my heart rate then spiking and so, yeah just it, it, things happened which don't normally happen when i when i do my training runs but also looking back at it uh, when i was speaking to my coach um he said look naturally when you go into a big event like that where there's a crowd your heart rate is always going to be higher you're also going to be moving around a little bit more before the day uh, before before you start running so there's so many other things that you account for but i didn't know that and i wouldn't have known that unless i've experienced it and i've now experienced it so next time i go in and do an event like this and trust me i know i have sub four hours in me and I know I'm going to be able to achieve it. I will. Uh, that's what's going to keep allowing me to be able to raise the bar and continue to push myself and explore what I'm truly capable of. But like I've said, it's not defining my success. 
But going through these experiences, going through these things that I went through on Sunday, that's all just building towards the moment that I'm able to then achieve this goal. Because I've experienced and these moments now, I've done two marathons, are going to have played a huge part in that. So like I said, goals are there to stretch you, not define you. Whatever goal that you have right now, it's not going to define you when you eventually achieve it. Because there's always going to be that next step. There's always going to be that next thing that you can move on to. And if you just fixate so much on that single goal, when you finally achieve that goal, there's only a downward spiral off the back of that because it's like, well, what's next? And that's what we need to continue to focus on and have that long-term vision. Lesson number two, the only real way you fail is to quit. And this was something that I was really battling with um, on the later miles on the London Marathon. Um, by the time I got to about 15, 16 miles, my legs were cramping so much. Uh, I was losing so much um, so much sweat through the heart rate being through the roof. Like I looked at my Garmin off the back of, uh, of, of obviously the room. And it turns out that I spent two hours of that run um, in the maximum heart rate zone, which is almost unheard of for me. Um, it will, at times on the longer runs, uh, creep into that and I'll maybe have like 20 minutes uh, when I've been going up hills or something like that. But a lot of the time it's normally like zone four, zone three um, because of the conditioning that I've been able to build up to. But yeah, two hours, plus two hours um, in the maximum heart rate zone, which was alarming. And it just, just, it just basically um, showed me that the um, that, that where the problem was because I was unable to keep my heart rate down because of the rain um, at the start where my body kind of regulated its temperature through that uh, and then um, yeah when it stopped and it was still quite warm in London and there was obviously a lot of people about um, for some reason I just couldn't keep my body temperature down so it became very very difficult it became a real mental battle um, and yeah around about 15-16 miles I had excruciating pain in my legs to the point where I could only really run for about half a mile and then have to stop uh, for about 60 seconds to 90 seconds I literally just walk try and, uh, try and um, release some of the, the cramp in my legs that I was feeling and then go again and it was literally just that from about 15 miles. So at that point, I knew sub four hours was gone. I, I knew that wasn't wasn't going to be possible. I could see that my pace was starting to drop before that anyway. And obviously, as soon as then the cramps that were coming in, I was like, look, the goal is gone. And it was so easy, so easy to think, well, I could just need to throw, I could just throw in the towel now. Like the, the goal that I have is not going to be achievable. So what's the point? And I could have just literally told myself, look, today wasn't my day. I'll go again another day. Um, you know, I don't need to prove anything to myself because I've already done the distance once before. These are the things that I could have said. And I'll be honest with you, I was considering at the time. But the only way that you really fail is by quitting. And I knew that even though I was thinking these things in the, in the moment because I was in a lot of pain, I was struggling. Um, I knew deep down, deep, deep down, quitting was an option, wasn't an option. Like I, I was not, not going to finish that. Um, purely because, like I said, the goal of some four hours um, was there to stretch me. It was there to um, yeah, drive me forward and give me something to aim for, but it wasn't going to define my success. If it was going to define my success, potentially I would have quit. But at the same time, when you're running a London Marathon, the support all the way around, you almost feel like you can't because the support constantly, I had, the name of, I had my name on my vest, 
people that didn't know me shouting my name saying come on Mike you've still got another little bit left in you come on let's go it was just like I had no choice I gave myself no option and this is the same in everyday life the only way that you truly fail is if you quit if you stop doing the thing that you are working towards and if you can tell tell yourself and give yourself no other option than doing the things that you said you're going to do you cannot fail in life as simple as that doing the thing that you said you were going to do, no matter what goes on, no matter what is in front of you, you keep moving forward, you cannot fail. Because sometimes, again, when we have these high expectations of the things that we're setting ourselves out for the week or for the month or for the goals, we feel like a failure when we're not living up to them expectations. But if you are in the game and you haven't thrown in the towel, you haven't quit on yourself, you haven't failed. That's the only time you fail is when you do give up, when you do quit, and there might be moments where you consider it and that's okay that's normal just like i had in the marathon 15 16 miles like it crossed my mind but i knew deep down i would not let myself quit i was crossing that line regardless of what the time was and how my legs were feeling i would be fucking crawling across that line if i had to because that is the deep burning desire inside of me and this then leads into lesson number 3 which is the power is in your purpose. We've spoke about purpose so much before. And in these moments of challenge, in these moments uh, where the going gets tough, is where your purpose really, really comes into its own and really kind of helps you. Because I've said before, although obviously, like I said, my goal was sub four hours, but really when I look at it, this is not about PBs or medals for me. Like they're great. They're like the, the icing on the top, but really it's more than that. And like I said, for me, my purpose is always showing my two boys like what is possible when you're willing to commit, when you're willing to push yourself and really kind of leading by example and leading the way for them. But not just them, but obviously for, for you guys as well. I knew that so many of you were tracking me on the app and people were looking at, you know for me and looking out for, for me finishing the London Marathon and so many messages from you guys and people outside of the group interested in what I was doing, had watched my journey. And I know I had no other choice of getting the job done. And that's what drove me. And my purpose is to be that leader, to lead a, for, a, a, as, as the Unbreakable Dad, uh, set the tone, set the example uh, for you guys and yeah, most importantly, my two boys. And I knew my two boys were at home, sat trying to look out for me on TV. I knew they'd be waiting to uh, for me to cross the line. And when you attach everything that you do to a higher purpose in whatever area of your life, that will give you all the motivation you need. Like you will never need motivation if you attach everything that you're doing to that higher purpose, to the bigger reason that you are doing this and you need to show up. And that is why, you know, for me, the power is in your purpose. Number four, um, good things never come easy. And this is um, so, so true again from a running aspect, but also from a life, life aspect as well. And I spoke about this um, a little bit on the Power Hour session um, last week, which was an incredible session once again, by the way. That they're getting better and better every single month, they seem like. The openness, the transparency, the conversations we were having were unbelievable. And again, it, that's all down to you guys, the willingness to be able to put your hand up and go, look, um, this is what I'm struggling with, and then just have that open conversation. But yeah, I spoke a little bit about this on Tuesday. And I spoke about like, what are you willing to sacrifice? Because... When it comes to the things that we want to achieve, when it comes to the things that we're working towards and we want that them good things in life, 
there has to be an element of sacrifice. And really, you have two ways to look at what you're going to sacrifice. You've got sacrificing potentially things that you enjoy in life and you might have to limit limit at certain points whether that is um you know snacking in the evening or good things with regards to food alcohol like the good things that we enjoy in life but no aren't necessarily good for us and are potentially gonna um damage our progress long term if we do not control it there's going to be an element of sacrifice in that there's going to be moments we're not going to want to do things or we're going to crave certain things and we're going to have to resist against it. We're going to have to make that sacrifice in order to get to where we want to be and to get the good things and the things that we're working towards in our life. So you have that option of sacrificing things that, you know, like I say, you want, but ultimately you know too much of is going to cause you not to achieve what you want to achieve. The other thing you are going to sacrifice is if you cannot sacrifice them things that are just too tempting, then ultimately what you're doing is sacrificing where you want to be, the goals that you want to achieve, the person you want to become, the weight that you want to lose, the whatever it is that you're working towards. So what are you willing to sacrifice? The things that bring you that small bit of joy in your day and um, you know, just give you that little bit of a, a dopamine hit throughout the day, a little bit and just like, you know, um, you know, help with that like little craving that you have, or are you willing to sacrifice what we're actually working towards? And when you put it like that, it's pretty easy, right? It's pretty easy what we need to do. And, um, you know, this is where it comes back to hard things, easy life. Like it's continuously going, you know, we have to make hard choices. We have to continuously make hard choices and decisions every single day. And it's not to say that we can't enjoy ourselves. We can't enjoy this process. We can't have things that we enjoy in our life. Of course we can. But there's a balance. There is a level of sacrifice that needs to happen in order for us to continue to continue to evolve as a man, as a dad, and a leader. And if we're continuously taking the easy route, taking the easy and making them easy decisions, we know our life down the line is going to become harder. And it's like that that short term sacrifice, that short term uh, pain of making these decisions, which ultimately is going to uh, create that long term um, sort of better life. And that's what we're, we're, we're here to do, right? So uh, good things do not come easy. The things that we are working towards, the things that we want to experience and feel in our life do not come easy. The experience of me crossing that line on the London Marathon did not come easy. I had to go through so much to get that. I had to sacrifice me uh, not giving in to the pains in my legs and the voices in my head telling me to stop. I had to sacrifice and tell myself to shut that noise down and shut that point pain down just to keep moving forward. Number five, you'll never be ready. And this is something which I've said to so many of you before, whether that is on the lead up to um, you know, events that you have, um, that you've, especially when it comes to obviously the run events, a lot of you have done run events. Um, and there's always going to be a level of uncertainty, doubt or fear, which is there. And whatever, in whatever area of your life, you are never going to be ready to make that next step. You're never going to be ready to um, you know, raise the bar as such. Whether that is going from your first 5K to your first, them to your first 10K, your 10K to the half marathon, or even, which a lot of you are almost at at the minute um, for those runners, going from the half marathon to the marathon. That's a big step. But especially when it comes to the marathon, you will never be ready. But then when we look at it from other aspects, when you're looking to potentially challenge yourself, put yourself outside your comfort zone, whether that is exploring 
um, a new job, a new opportunity. Um, or, you know, again, going back to the physical challenge, like it could be doing a triathlon, it could be doing a mini triathlon, it could be doing the three peaks, it could be absolutely anything. You will never be ready. You will never be ready because if you spend your whole life waiting until you're ready, you will never be ready. You will never do the thing that you are seeing that is an opportunity there to do, but you'll never actually pull the trigger. You'll never actually go and do it. And it's, like I said, always going to be that self-doubt. There's always going to be that, what if? What if this happens? And the uncertainty. But it's our ability to be able to use this and be able to live with it and be able to use this as fuel. Because the first time I went and done a marathon, I was uncertain and I was had doubt in my mind that I could actually complete the distance of a marathon. But that fueled me on the day. Going into the London Marathon, my goal was sub four hours because I'd already done distance before. I know I could do the distance. I know I had it in me. But then it was like, can I do sub four hours? I didn't know I could. I didn't know. It was the, the uncertainty and fear and self-doubt was there. But that fuels me. That's what moves me forward. And we have to learn to live with it. We have to learn with this doubt. We have to learn to live with this fear because you'll never, ever be ready. Number six, final one. The only way you experience true fulfillment and happiness is by going for something. And this is something that I have really started to experience now. We're looking back at um, the big uh, challenges I've set myself and the feeling I'm getting off the back of them. Because from, in my eyes, setting in for average and just ticking along, and just going through the motions, playing it safe, isn't an option for me. It's no longer an option for me. That's the, you know, that's, that's, that's the easy route, essentially. That's just staying in the comfort zone. And for me, it's going all in. It's fully committing to whatever it is that you are working towards, whatever it is that you are looking to improve upon. It's going all in. There's no other option. Whether that is, like I said, going in and saying that you're now going to commit to do a marathon, going to commit to this new challenge. Because I think we're so conditioned to looking at the negative. What if I don't complete the run? What if I look like a fool? What if I don't do it in the time I said I would do it? You know, and then we can look at it from a professional aspect. If we're looking to progress in our career, start a business, go for that job promotion. What if I don't get it? What if my business fails? What if um, it doesn't work out? You know, we're so conditioned to these doubts and these negative thoughts. But if we are just constantly living in within kind of what ifs, like what if this happens? What if that happens? And it's just constantly holding you back. That's, for me, a one-way street to un living an unfulfilled life. Like That is where you're going to have that deep burning desire inside of you to be like, I know there's so much more I can give here. I know there's so much more I could be doing. But not exploring it is a wasted opportunity in my eyes. So when it comes to going for something, doing something, going all in, in whatever area of your life, personally, professionally, physically, you have to go for something. You cannot stand on the edge. You have to burn your bridge and go for it, essentially, to get that true fulfillment. Because like I said, achieving these things that I've achieved over the last year, when I look back, you know, I've done in a year, basically, um, going from not liking running at all, not classing myself as a runner, to doing a sub two hour half marathon and completing two marathons and one of them being the biggest marathon there is to do. If you said that I would do that a year ago, I would have literally laughed in your face. But the only way that I have done that and the only way that I've continued to build momentum off that is by going for it, going all in. 
and just not kind of uh, dipping my toes in. And this can be said from every area again of your life. And the fulfillment and happiness that this is now bringing me because I know that I'm exploring what I'm truly capable of is unbelievable. And it's not to say you can't be happy by not going to do a marathon and not going to do these physical challenges or not um, pushing yourself. But there's always going to be that bit inside of you if you don't of going, well, what if I did do that? You know, you're going to look back later down the line and be like, maybe I should have tried that. And that is something that I do not want to take for chance. I do not want to live in regret. Vaughn says this all the time, like no regrets. And that's the way that we need to look at it. Everything that you're doing in your life, are you going all in? Or are you dipping your toes in just in case you fail, just in case something goes wrong? But like I said, failure doesn't happen unless you quit. Failure, challenges and knockbacks are part of the process and are necessary in order to grow. Because I know that if I look at it from my goal of sub four hours for the marathon, these two attempts that I've had could be classed as you know knockbacks and, and failures, even though I'm not really seeing it as that, but I haven't achieved what I set out to achieve yet. That is only going to bring me more lessons, more experience and fuel me for when I know I'm going to do it. Because I know in, in my heart that I'm able to do this. I'm able to do this. Not not um, soon because I'm going to uh, you know, be able to build a solid base and it's going to uh, take a little bit of a break from marathon running because my body's definitely feeling it. But next year, you know, it's going to happen. And if it doesn't happen next year, it'll happen the year after. Like It will happen. And I have that confidence of backing in myself. And this is exactly the same, like I said, with whatever it is that you want to go for and whatever it is that you are working towards.